Welcome to episode 198 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird two stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Magnum P.I. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh. My mustache will fall off. <laughs> Every time I move my face, I'm like, oh, what's going on? No, it's this perfect. Is, it's this perfect. is fun having a mustache. It's, Anybody uh, want to go for a mustache ride? Ooh. <laughs> well, well, well. We got you know how Magnum P.I. rolls. I mean. Those hot ladies. He does. Oh, my God, dude. It's that was so, so funny. It's been so long. You, what you need to Ugh, also is to laughing. put the hair. You need to put the hair right here because that was like Girl, uh, the 1970s. Please. I, how authentic am I supposed to be? Should I grow a penis too? <laughs> Jesus, Marona. Uh, Marona. Oh Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween. <laughs> We're a day late and a dollar short, but don't worry. I'm preoccupied with this mustache. I love it. But it's, it's like, look at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know this is what happens when you go cheap at the halloween store listen all right let me take my glasses fine. off so i can actually see some shit around here all right because we got business to take care of oh, in we... hawaii <laughs> <laughs> why is this so funny to me okay sorry we have so much i i put a few things on because there's so many things oh my god i have so many things to talk about how long is your story um, what do we got my story isn't super long it's not <laughs> no <laughs> Let me put my mustache. I'm obsessed. All right. What do we got? What do we got? Um, I want to start Florida. Yes, go. So um, DeSantis is taking that drag, Lotus Gotis. Mm. Um, so just a reminder for those of you that may not remember or may not be familiar with Florida, uh, a U.S. district judge enacted a preliminary injunction to block the enforcement of this drag law. So DeSantis tried to put this drag law that like, you know, kids can't be present during drag shows. And we know that there are different types of drag shows. There's, you know, um, family friendly version. And then there's, you know, more provocative versions and they want, and it all started with hamburger Mary's. And um, so Florida state officials are now attempting to stop that injunction. Right, because the judges are throwing it out because yes. it's ridiculous. You yes. can't say you're for parental rights and then tell parents they can't take their kids to a yes. show. it doesn't like, make mind sense. mind your own fucking business. What the fuck? It's insane. It's, it's insane. In, it's insane. It's now he's going to try to take a Supreme Court. Don't they have to accept whether they'll take, whether they'll take the case or not? I mean, I don't know. And if I don't they take think that this they will, case, they will I, not. I, I don't, I can't. They have, don't they have better things to do than to be bothered with drag race shows? I mean, they drag should shows. be dealing with a couple of those judges. Oh, please. Clarence Thomas. Ooh. Did you see that loan he took I out with I saw paid? that loan. Yeah, now, now they're doing investigations into these guys and they're going to keep finding all of this shit. And then what? Nothing. Well, <laughs> Nothing. Is it going to be SCOTUS from prison? Probably not. Not unless Democrats get some sort of a majority. We're not going to get shit. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, the other DeSantis. Okay. I had another DeSantis thing that I saw, and I think you might have posted about it uh, as well, is they are drafting a bill to prevent student-run uh, mm. clubs on college campuses. So any club that wants to deal with diversity, um, inclusion, social issues, i.e. political or social activism, they want to say you can't do this, which is a direct violation of the First Amendment. I've never seen a group like the Republicans that scream about their Constitution, um, and but they only seem to care about the Second Amendment, but they don't care about any of the other amendments. It's outrageous to me. And well, they're already right now. They're stifling young people. Well, right now, if you have a pro-Palestine club oh, yeah. on campus, you cannot exist 
Can you imagine? They've told this? that there's activists, there's active ones at UF and USF, and the state co- education commissioner told them that you you cannot have protests, anything anti-Israel can't have it. If you say anything anti-Israel, you can't exist. That happened this week, like the last few days. Again, that's a violation of the First Amendment. It's insane. It's insane. Yeah. So now they're gonna. It'll be a pushback back and forth. Also today, this is now, we're recording a little early. It's October 26th. Also today, did you see that he sent um, bombs and drones over to Israel? Completely sidestepping the federal fucking government. Yep. I mean, what are How you do doing? How do you even this do that? Even close to being part of your job. It's not even close to being part of what you're supposed to be doing. It is insanity. And, you know, maybe now somebody from outside of the state and the federal government will actually step forward and stop this motherfucker from doing shit because y'all, y'all let him run wild here. They do. And you don't stop him. But maybe if he gets involved in between in your the United shit. States yeah, and a war, your shit. You'll, you'll fucking do something about it Can because nobody else this? will do shit. He Here's, has no sense of, of his place. Well, yeah, because he wants to seem presidential, but nobody likes you. You're a meatball doughboy that nobody gives a fuck about. You're a joke. You're a joke of a candidate. You think that this is going to make you presidential? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Why don't you start with the Nazi flags? Here's the fucking other thing that's come out. This, this is, we're getting more and more information about this this week, but it is insane to me what has happened the relationship between Representative Randy Fine and Pres- uh, Governor DeSantis, President DeSantis, Governor DeSantis has like fallen apart this week. Have oh, you seen this? No. My mustache keeps coming off. It's okay. It's just a little, it probably feels more than you. It looks yeah. fine. So remember when Randy Fine, okay, Randy Fine is this horrible house rep from horrible. somewhere in Central Florida. There's nothing fine about him. No, and he's a piece of shit. And he's the one who, anytime Dan DeSantis wanted some shit done in the house, he gave it to Randy Fine, like the Disney don't and yes. all that stuff. So he's his old do boy. Well, I don't. We can't figure out whether DeSantis told his administration told Randy Fine to apply for the FAU president job, the Florida Atlantic University, or if Randy Fine said to DeSantis he wanted it because he's termed out. I don't, th- I don't way, think so. I can't imagine way, this guy w- wanting to run a, run a college. There's either, other things well, that he would do. Okay, I don't know. So we don't know because it's... So anyway, his name was removed from the list this week. And Ooh. when that publicly came out, all of a sudden, Randy Fine's got a lot of shit to say about Ron DeSantis. Ooh. He's, not, he's Jewish, Randy Fine. Remember he was at a synagogue and he demanded a gay rabbi get taken... Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they threw him out of the synagogue. Mm-hmm. Um. He all of a sudden has a lot to say about how DeSantis is, isn't really ever been there for the Jewish people in Florida, and he's not really about Israel. He's about his campaign and all. Well, maybe all this. this shit well, now. maybe all this stuff that DeSantis is doing. This guy's like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. And maybe well, he sees that he's using Israel as a prop. Yeah. Well, and now, now he's upset. Well, now and he, now he sees DeSantis. I mean, this guy's a dirtbag. But maybe that's the straw. Well, he's for come him. out. He's now supporting Trump for president. Oh, <laughs> I mean, are you serious? <laughs> oh God, so funny. But here's this tweet from Gary Finout, who uh, or J- Jason Garcia, who's a who's a journalist. But Gary Finout, he he's with uh, I think Florida politics anyway, or he's with Politico for Florida. Mm-hmm. So this is all we know because the governor's office won't say shit. So Randy finds the only one talking, and so this is a part of a story from Gary Finout. <laughs> 
This is from the Florida Playbook. It says, fine, never avoided, this is quote, right? It's all from it. Fine, never one to avoid a dust-up, responded by saying that, yes, he applied for the FAU job, but only after the DeSantis administration asked him to, right? Because they want their person in there. Right. Uh, and even then, he said he was reluctant and waited a month before agreeing to it. Quote, I'm angry that I stupidly said I would do it, he said. I'm angry it didn't work out. It dragged out there, and there was a lot of publicity around it. The governor couldn't get his own board of trustees to do what he wanted. Good luck with that moolahs of Iran, end quote. I don't know what that's referring to. A senior official close to the governor disputed this. He said, quote, Randy and multiple intermediaries went to the governor's office begging to get him the FAU no. job. They agreed to help, but it's no secret that the no. board of trustees wouldn't even consider him leadership and everyone was eager to get rid of him in the legislature. I mean, that might be true. Yeah, that's but, true. That's definitely true. Um, as soon as I hear the word begging, yeah. that's like a Trump thing. Woo! They're begging me for this. Beg it's not true. Yeah, no It's way. not true. No way. I, no. I don't believe anything that comes out of DeSantis. I mean, I don't believe this guy, Randy Fine, but I don't believe, I, I don't believe DeSantis more than I don't believe Randy Fine, if that yeah. makes sense. Anyway, it's just fun to see this all falling apart. And it also gives me hope that, I mean, I don't really have a lot of hope in the Republican legislature and the majority that we have here in Florida, but at the very least, maybe there will be some pushback on DeSantis, right? Because mm. he's not doing well in the polls. We heard that there's disgruntled. They're turning on Randy Fine. He told him he can go fuck himself. So maybe that'll be something. I don't know. Here's the other thing so, I love this oh. week so much is that in Georgia, we have now three people who are wrapped up in that Trump Georgia oh. 2020 election the interference that were coming because that's this week. the state where they were calling and going into yep. people's houses and trying to get them to fucking do shit at the polls, whatever. Three people, three, including yeah. Sidney Powell, who it's shocking to me that this woman has pleaded guilty, but three of them pled but guilty. But guess what? When they see that sentence. Yeah. And by the way, when they see the years that are face they're facing. Yeah. Sorry, Trump. No one's given their life for your sorry ass. But P.S. Mark Meadows is now cooperating. Yep. <laughs> Ooh, let me, let me Where's get a, Trump going to go? Mustache, like, an yeah. evil, like an evil laugh. Ooh. Oh, my God. I, it's, it's, oh, my but, God. But I, but for things, a deal. He's cooperating things, for a deal. But things aren't going fast enough for me. You know, like, I, I want this all to be wrapped up before election. Yeah, no. You know I, what I mean? Same, same, same. Like, I want him in a jail cell. But the best part, too, is as soon as they plead guilty, Trump, Trump's like, never met him. Don't yeah. know him. Never had anything to do with him, right? And There's the girl, 25 pictures of one, you together. That one lawyer who was one of his lawyers, oh, Jenna Ellis, baby. who was crying today, yeah. uh, crying in the at the hearing, going, right? They showed a clip of her, because I was like, I don't even remember this woman. Oh my God, that She's election, gross. she was on the news going, and what you'll hear on the fake news. And I yeah. was like, oh, bitch got something else to say now though, yeah. right? Woo, but that's not a fake jail, right, mm -hmm. Jenna? That's no. not a fake jail that you're no. going to be going to. Ooh. Oh, 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 okay, okay. What so else? What else? One what thing. Else? Okay, so one thing that that um, I loved this week was Maxwell Frost uh, calling out Bobert for her yes. stupid comment. Um, and she basically said the church is supposed to direct the government. The government is not supposed to direct the church. I'm tired of the separation and ch of church and state junk. Mm -hmm. She sounds like a, 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 a petulant child. She is. And Frost sort of quips back the junk being the constitution and the bill of rights. And here we are again with these Republicans that are, you know, they're constitutionalists and they're originalists and all of this, and they don't believe any of it. Right. They just want their way. Right. And it kind of goes in line with this new stupid Yahoo Woo! that they got for Mike their Johnson, speaker. Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson. Where'd they pull this fucking worm out right. from? Under who, some, what rock? What MAGA who, rock? Who back in 2016 said, you know, 
we don't live in a democracy, but mm. but a biblical republic. Yeah. This is who they are putting. And and I was texting with my friend Karen because she's like, oh my God. And it's like every time you think they can't go any further and yeah. they can't be any more crazy, they just keep doing it. The, the Republicans have had a chance after Trump to reel things back. They had an opportunity to reel things back, but instead they are going, they're going all in on crazy. They're going all in. They're putting all their it chips be, in crazy. And it should be really disturbing that one, that small majority of MAGA or minority of MAGA Republicans is now at the speaker level. Can that, you imagine that should this? be concerning to everyone. And also like, don't ever fucking talk to me as a Republican that's in the House or the Senate right now, especially the House, and tell me like, oh, I don't support Trump. Oh, I'm not MAGA. Oh, please. Don't, you can't because look, look at what you're doing. Look at your speaker. And also like the <laughs> clips of this guy that keep coming out. Like this guy's been in office and as, as a U.S. House member since 2017. Like he came in with Trump, yeah. right? He's one of those guys that came in with Trump. And the, and the clips of him in hearings and the things that he's saying and blah, 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 whatever. People are going, can you believe it? This is who you put in charge? Don't be surprised. Yes, this is who they are. There are more people in, in the U.S. House and the Senate who think like this guy than you could ever imagine. Not to mention, don't go have a conversation with anybody on the U.S. Supreme Court right now. If you, don't think, if you think that's outrageous, wait till you hear what the people sitting in the U.S. Supreme Court think. It's wild times, y'all. It's, it's, and if you are not registered to vote. Woo! If your friends and family are not registered to vote, Girl. if you think that you can sit this one out, you can't. You can't sit it out. We can't. We cannot. I thought that 2020 was like the thing. It's getting worse. Yeah. It's getting worse. And if you can spend 20 minutes on TikTok scrolling through bullshit videos, go and register to vote online yeah. and get your mail-in ballot. You don't have to get off the couch to vote. It's crazy. <sighs> Well, the first day of off in office, guess what this guy has to deal with? A shooting in Maine. Yeah. Another fucking mass shooting. Yeah. And the worst part is today, this was yesterday on October, yeah. this happened October 25th. So today on October he's still 26th, at large. nobody knows where this fucking guy is. That's scary as fuck. Well, and it's a smaller and a mili- town. And he's a military dude. And it's a smaller town. And the, the fucking people that live in this town, like, lock down, right? Like, it's a ghost town rolling through there. Like, nobody's opening their doors. Nobody's going out. It's crazy. And here's yeah. the worst part. The mental health issues yep. that this man has had for years. For the years. police knew who he was. He was in a mental health facility yep. over the summer. He's, he's been, hearing voices. He's been arrested before. But here's the fucking kicker, y'all. No red flag laws in Maine. That's what I have in my notes, too. It's no red one flags, of the states. Which means if there's domestic violence, they don't take guns out of the house. Yep. If there's mental health issues, they don't take guns away from them. If, there's, if they've ever been arrested or for anything like that or right. mental health, they, don't, they can still get a gun permit. They, and, and you have someone so who is suffering from mental health issues and you allow them access to military-grade weapons. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. And I'm sorry that he has the mental health issues that he has, but he needs help. He doesn't need access to weapons. Yeah. He is not at this point in his care capable of making good decisions, obviously, with that kind of weapon. And now there's 15 people dead because of 22. it. 22. 22 people dead because of it. 22. Go and explain to their went, families why that motherfucker could get right. hands on a gun. And he went well, to he youth night. He should never night. have had a fucking you know gun. That? It was youth night at the bowling oh, alley. Oh, for fuck's sake. Youth night at the bowling alley. You motherfuckers. You know? When will we ever fucking learn? 
When will no. we ever fucking learn? And how many times on this podcast have we like talked about this? It's so frightening. It's just because it's going to keep happening. And I saw some with somebody from Canada that's like, we watch the same scary movies that you do. We play the same violent video games oh, that you do. Bullshit. We do all the same things that you do oh, in America. The excuses we've allowed. But, yeah. but guess what? They were... Th- 200, I forget what he said, was 280-something mass shootings in however many years, and there's been three in Canada. And they're like, it's the guns, because they don't have access to these kind of weapons. Listen to this. This is a tweet from our congressman, our U.S. House Rep, uh, Jared Moskowitz. He was in the Florida House when Parkland happened. He represented the Parkland-Coral Springs area. He had a tweet today. It says, after the shooting in my hometown of Parkland, I led the push to pass red flag laws in Florida through Republican legislature and governor, which is true, Rick Scott. They've been used 9,000 times in Florida since then. 9,000 times Imagine. these red flags laws have stopped some fucking motherfucker getting a hand, hands, their hands on a gun. 9,000 times. That could have stopped That's 9,000 potential lives, what are y'all if doing not more. In, what are y'all doing up there? What are God. you doing? What are we doing anywhere in this country? And the onion, of course, this this is satire news. Every time there's a mass shooting, they tweet out the same exact story. They just change the picture to wherever it is. And it says, country asks, what can we do in the country where this is the only th- place that this happens? Right? Like, oh, what else can we do? Yeah. But it's the only place. Take a look it's around. It's the only place. It, it's sickening. It's fucking we sickening. Are, there, we are sick. And I know we've said it before. But there is something inherently ill about our country. There is something wrong with us. It's a really hard news day. It's been a hard news week. I, I, I mean, I, well, Trump got Trump got fined with a gag order. They find they they, they, they throw him in jail. Ten thousand dollars. He doesn't have ten thousand dollars, ma'am. He doesn't have ten thousand. Can they take his phone away? Yeah, he's not going to get that money. He doesn't have that money. Can he trade in the gold toilet he uses? I mean, this motherfucker. He keeps complaining about having to be in court up there. Oh, they're making me come here. Do you know that he doesn't have to be there? Did you know that he oh. doesn't have to be there? He's grandstanding. He's not required. Oh. This isn't a criminal case. This is his stupid fucking thing about his properties and shit. He's oh got a gaggle of lawyers. He doesn't have. To, he's not required. But he's so upset. Yeah. That's because he doesn't want to go on the campaign trail. He's lazy as fuck. We know this. Oh, please. He's on that trail. Like, he's such a weirdo. I mean. These people applauding him. Like, how do you look at this person? I can't. Also, you know, I'm going to say this very briefly because I don't want to get into it. But when are we calling for some sort of a ceasefire? Are we going to do anything like this? Are we going to ask Israel publicly to slow it down a little bit? So we can get some hostages out. Like, can we do this? Because I can't. The guy who's the head of news at Al Jazeera, I don't know if you saw this, but his entire family was killed yesterday by Israel. His entire family that was in a safe house, his wife, his daughter, his son. This is a newsman. He's a journalist. What are we doing? Uh, It's all balls to the wall still. It's been two weeks of this. And I understand the frustration. I understand the anger. I understand the wanting to unleash holy terror. I get it. I really do. I, I really, really do. I know. It's, it's but both, we've, both what, at what, to what end are we going here? Uh, it's a, con- I mean, we, we talked got, about it before. It's very We've got to start negotiating some of the, we've gotten some of the hostages out. I know Israel has. I know the U.S. has. We've given money to get these. I appreciate it. We need to get the rest of them out. But how, we can't do it if we don't even know where they are. 
and you all are just, yeah. we're just throwing bombs. How do we get people out? What if we find out there's hostages that were killed by Israeli bombs? Like, what are we, can we please take a minute? Can we please, and can Biden please take a minute? To say something. Maybe he is behind closed doors. I know we yeah. got to show support in public. I appreciate it. No. But, like, can we please? I, it's devastating to see these pictures. I saw a picture of these kids dead on a table, and oh. I couldn't even figure out what the fuck. My brain couldn't compute what I was looking at. I can't look at any of that. It was just covered in dust, dead kids. I, it looked like dolls. And I... I, 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 I uh, I can't. I, and I, I felt know. the same way when I saw the pictures of everyone in Israel that was slaughtered know, there. of course. You don't know what you're looking at. No, what are we looking it's, at it's, here? It's horrible. It's and fucking I, and horrible I feel, what's happening. I feel immensely for the Israeli people. Of There's course. There's so much anti-Semitism coming out from this. There's, you know, um, and I think that we can be empathetic to both sides of the innocent people who are caught in the crossfire between these between you know this terrorist group of Hamas and the Israeli government like you know like these are two forces fighting but it's the innocent people of both of these yeah countries that are suffering and and if both sides could just say oh my god we're losing we're, we're both losing our own people like let's stop but yeah. there's this innocent, is again this is hundreds of entire years. families being wiped out on both sides it's terrible what's terrible what, again I, to what end and I, I and I I don't know what it's like to be there, but it's got to no. be a moment of like, take a breath here, take a breath, and let's let's slow this down for a second. Let's slow it down for a second. The last thing I had, did you have anything else? No. The last thing I had was our, I want to talk about Cindy. Oh, I was going to talk about you Cindy were? at the end. Yes. Oh, okay. Let's do it up front. Yes. So our friend, a friend of the pod and our friend in life, Cindy Polo, she's a former house rep, Florida house rep. <laughs> And fucking hell of a fighter. Hell of a representative. Amazing. She, is, she fought for that seat. She fought for that seat. Incredible woman. And she went through hell. Yeah, while she was there. She, she went took, through Because she flipped a Republican seat, which they yeah. did not like. They don't like it. No. And um, anyway, she's now hosting like this daily, I guess it's, you it's, call it a podcast. It's, it's a like podcast. like a six or seven minute yeah. clips of a podcast. And with uh, Occupy Democrats. Oh which my God. Is, you know, incredible. I follow them. They're Occupy great. Democrats. Yeah. And- she sent me the first one. I'm like, oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then the second one she sent me, I finally saw Cindy. Yeah. Because Cindy is very fiery and yes. sharp and Ooh, funny. She, even and in today's clip, she was just. Oh, today's clip is incredible. Yeah, so good. It, she's just, an, I just, I love her dearly. And she's excited about it. And I love that she's putting her toe back in this conversation again. But I we love. we needed her back over yes. here. We needed this. I, I love seeing her and. She's like owning this moment. It's a, it's a great, beautiful thing. And it's almost what she was made for. You know yes. what I mean? To be out there, to be speaking her truth, to be talking about these issues. Other that women are who have gone through the same things. It's just fucking great. So and good. I'm here for it. So go check Ooh, out Cindy Polo yes. on Occupy Democrats. She's our good our good friend and we love her so much. And thank you, Cindy, for coming back in. We love you. We love you. We love Me you. Too. Wish you the best of luck in all of this. Yes. All right. Well, all right. Are you ready? I think so. I'm this is okay. itchy. Uh-oh. Should I keep it on, though? I mean, why not? I have to. I, yes. I have you to get you through gotta, this. You gotta do it. And this okay. is short and sweet. How do you guys do this? <laughs> is it just so you can say mustache, mustache rides? Is that why <laughs> we're doing this? Is that why Magnum P.I. <laughs> wrote this shit out? All right, girl, let's go. All right. I think you'll like today's story. Okay. Hello, friends. 
This is an AI version of John. Lauren has the power to make me say anything she wants me to say. She decided that I needed to tell you to listen to the Beard Al podcast. It's the podcast where we talk about two of the best things in the world, beer and the wonderful Weird Al. She also wants me to tell you that she rules and I drool. Lauren is awesome. I smell like feet. Go listen to the Beard Al podcast, available wherever you get podcasts. Lauren is the best at running the show. I'm just side talent. Lauren is so great. All right, today, yeah. I'm going to tell you the story of former U.S. House Rep of Delaware, mm. Thomas B. Evans Jr. Oh, God. So this week is just a fun little sex scandal. There's nothing. <gasps> yeah, I was like, you know what? Let's Mommy just likey. lighten the load a Mommy little bit. Likey. So... <laughs> U.S. House Rep. Thomas B. Evans Jr. seemed like a typical politician, but he found himself entangled with a pinup Playboy model lobbyist, sparking rumors of her using unconventional tactics. Get it, bitch. What? Use <laughs> that bullet. I saw this. I saw I, I don't know. You know, I, you know how it is. You start searching around and this, you go here, you end up, you, you fall down the yeah. rabbit hole a little bit. And I'm like, I never heard about this. So. I love it. Our story takes place in Delaware mm. in 1981. Oh, so oh, this is the height of debauchery. Oh, my God. The height of debauchery so, and the height of Magnum P.I. Yes, dun, it's perfect. Dun, this dun, is dun, perfect. Dun, sexy dun, Magnum P.I., a little sexy story. <laughs> I mean, it's Come all coming on. together. This, is, this was perfect. Yes. All right. So I have some background coming from his Wikipedia page, and I hate to just use Wikipedia as like a source, like I want to know, like where's the original stuff coming from? And there was so little on this guy's background, but I was able to kind of pull from that. But the rest really came from a bio on the University of Virginia alumni page. Mm -hmm. So Evans was born in 1931 in Tennessee. He attended the University of Virginia for both his BA and his law degree. He graduated from law school in 1956. And then he makes his way to Delaware. And from there, he worked for an insurance firm and joined the Delaware National Guard in 1956. And he seems to kind of jump into politics right away. His wiki bio notes that he was a clerk to the Chief Justice of the Delaware Supreme Court in 1955. He served as director of the Delaware State Development Department from 1969 to 1970. And he was a chief operating officer of the Republican National Committee from 1971 to 1973. Then... In 1976, he runs for and wins a seat in the U.S. House of Representatives, and he won his next three elections Dang. for that seat. Nice. So as a politician, mm -hmm. he was part of that whole family values messaging mm -hmm. that was going on in the 80s and 90s, and they've really only kept leaning into this um, over the years, right? And one thing that, one thing that I found interesting about his work and it just it just because today's Republicans seem so far removed from this mm -hmm. for me, but he was really like an environmental guy, like really about saving the environment, mm. which I feel like today's Republicans are oh, like, let's nice? pull all of the yeah. uh, protections and all of that, you know, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Uh, you know, they're stripping all of them rather than fighting for them. Mm. And but that's that's what he did. And specifically, he fought to protect the wetlands and wildlands in Alaska. Wow. And he worked across the aisle to help preserve wild spaces like across the U.S. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I don't think we have I feel like we have become so, you know, very far right, very far left, that there's no more of these other Republicans that are sort of towards the middle anymore. But anyway, let's get into the major mm -hmm. incident. So Sexy. Tom Evans, 
along with two other congressmen. Mm. One was a representative, Tom Railsback, and the other was a representative by the name of Dan Quayle. What? Yes, the future vice president. Holy shit. All right, so they spent the weekends. Potato. With, yeah. <laughs> That's what I think of when I think of Dan Quayle. They Potato. spent the weekend with a lobbyist, and they shared a home in Florida during a golf trip, okay? Mm. So Evans at the time was married to uh, Mary Page for about 20 years when Mm-mm. this story breaks, okay? So they spend this weekend with this lobbyist, and her name was... Um, Parkinson. Her name was uh, Paula Parkinson. And a few months after this like weekend trip, this golf trip, Mm -hmm. they voted her way on an insurance bill. Oh boy. Okay. And they all denied that she influenced their decision in any way. They're like, no, we were just going to vote for this bill. Isn't this whole thing a gift? So the rumors surrounding, um, there were all of these rumors surrounding Parkinson, which led to this scandal. So according to Maxa, uh, some of those included videotapes of sexual encounters, oh. group sex, <gasps> blackmail, and abortion. But again, all of this is alleged. So there's no like real substantial proof. Come okay? on. So the Justice Department gets involved because they want to know, did Parkinson exchange sex favors for legislative favors? Because, you know, as much as you might want to do that, you really can't do that kind of thing. Mm. And Parkinson and the men involved at the time are denying these allegations. So let's talk about our little playboy politico Mm. before we kind of go on. So Paula Parkinson, according to Rudy Maxa of Washington Post, Parkinson was a lobbyist for Capitol Hill. The report notes that she had only been in D.C. for two years before the scandal broke. She only had a high school diploma and no experience in politics, but somehow... She made her way. I'm surprised this hasn't happened more often. <laughs> into being a lobbyist. Like lobbyist groups hiring beautiful, beautiful women. Beautiful women, yeah. So um, in it's 1981, um, her lobbying techniques were questioned and the Justice Department gets involved. And again, they're probing whether or not, probing, mm-hmm. whether or not sex was being used as a lobbying technique. And Maxa wrote that at the time, congressmen were joking about the scandal, saying things like, uh, Parkinson's disease, it makes your hands shake and things like that oh because, like, my God. you know, she was so hot. You know? <laughs> and then some even said, quote, at least this time it's a woman, since there had been recent scandals that were concerning, like, homosexual encounters with oh congressmen. God. So they're like, well, at least it's a woman this time. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. So when asked about the allegations, Parkinson said, it really didn't mean to cause any trouble. I just wanted to lead a normal life. Mm. And she did admit to Maxa that her looks opened doors and bedrooms. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> so the rumors are swirling around, right? And um, like I said, that there, was the, there were these reports of like things being videotaped and that Parkinson was deliberately or sneakily mm-hmm. videotaping encounters with congressmen in order, them, in order to blackmail them to vote her way. Mm. But there was no, again... These are all allegations. Nothing, no videotapes were ever surfaced. Like nothing ever came out. But this is like, this is what's swirling around like uh, DC. Mm. Okay. So it seems though that Evans is the guy who's caught up the most in the rumors. And according to Max's article, Parkinson described her first meeting with Evans stating, quote, I was instantly attracted to Evans. 
And Evans was instantly attracted to me. You could feel the vibes. This bitch talks too much. She talks too much. I enjoyed him. He comes across so sweet and innocent. But at the time, Evans, who was married for 20-some years, is still refusing to discuss any association with her in any way. Okay? But she claims that there's this relationship. And it seemed like, you know... Things were well thought out by Evans because according to Parkinson, they would go on dates, but he would bring someone else along so that they wouldn't be accused of being on a date. And she said that they would spend the night together in his U.S. house office, on the couch, Uh, or uh, uh. in a place that like he rented nearby. And she even said, quote, I was very much in love with Tom. Paula, that's what she says. And quote, and I assume from his statements to me that he was very much in love with me. Like all affairs, you only see the best parts of each other. Mm. Evans still denied everything. Oh, my God. Stating, quote, my wife and I are very much in love. And I love her dearly. I love my family dearly and always will. Well, both can be true. That's true. Both can be true. So now let's go back to this Florida trip. Okay. So now she says that she and Evans, so even though like Dan Quayle and like this other rep was there, she says that she shared a room with Evans the entire weekend, meaning that these other reps knew what was going on. Of course. Okay. Come and on, bro code, bro she code. said that she only hooked up with Evans. And, but she does kind of like in this article, and I got a lot of it from this, this, this uh, article by Maxa for Washington Post, she, she at one point does seem very disillusioned with politicians, and she says, quote, they're users. They're cruel, and they're certainly no better than I am. Their whole bit on their soapboxes is, I'm good, and I'm pure, and my constituents love me because I do so much good for them. And then you get them alone. Oh. So. Well, they're do. What does she think? They're humans. Yeah. I mean. But then she shared another moment with Maxa where she says a married man, because she would be at all of these events because she's a lobbyist. So now she's like, you know, kind of whining and dining with these folks all the time. And she says a married congressman approached her at one of these events, whispered in her ear saying, quote, I'm going to spend the rest of my term trying to make love to you. Mm. And it's, you know, she's like. I'm sure that still happens today. Right. And be, but she was this beautiful woman, yeah. you know. So she continues to see Evans, but according to the article, she also had a couple of one-night stands with other Republican politicians. Hot. Get it. And she admitted to videotaping one of them, but Ooh. she says that like it wasn't like she secretly recorded. She's like, look, we, you know, they're in this room. The camera was there because she was, okay, so she was what? married, but she was kind of estranged from her husband and like whatever. they. So she has a camera over there and... But this uh, is 1981. The, the camera is this fucking big. Yeah, so it's the, ca- the size yeah. of a fucking uh, refrigerator, yeah. basically. So, so the guy's like, ooh. And she's like, oh, yeah, let's videotape. And like, like just to have fun. Like, oh, And that guy was oh into it God. and he knew. Oh, no, no, and no. all of that, right? No, so no, it no. wasn't a secret thing, okay? And in the end, the Justice, the Justice Department, they find nothing. Like there's no concrete proof that she's Holy exchanging shit. favors. So again, like this is just a scandal. There's nothing major, but I just thought it was a fun story. So some of the aftermath, while he didn't resign or anything, he did lose the next election that he Ooh. ran for because, and a lot of yeah. people attributed it to this scandal. Of course. And then Girl. she poses for Playboy and oh, she makes God. a comment about how her looks open these doors. And then she like, after that, she doesn't get much work in DC because like people are so freaked out. Mainly yeah, like these elected men don't want to be associated yeah. with her. Her interview does touch on Dan Quayle. 
where she allegedly said that he was flirting with her and wanted to, quote, make love to her. But it's a Playboy article, and I feel like, is she hamming it up for the Playboy article and the sexiness? I don't don't know. And his response at the time was, that is just an absolute flat-out falsehood. I had nothing to do with her down there. I had nothing to do with her before, and I had nothing to do with her afterwards. Except for that boat, though. And allegedly, yep, his wife, Marilyn Quayle, had this to say, quote, Anyone who knows Dan Quayle knows he'd rather play golf than have sex any day. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what? What? <laughs> oh, no. Imagine honey. this is your wife. Is your pussy okay, honey? I mean, oh, my God. Imagine this is your wife. Honey, no. He'd rather play golf. Anyone oh. who knows him. So, oh, like, no. yes, you're trying to help Baby. him, but baby what's wrong you know but you're, you're trying to bail her husband out his mustache on, but i am in shock <sighs> you know what? i just think it's funny because it's like maybe he maybe he, that is their their dynamic but maybe she's like oh i know i'll say something to like show he doesn't like sex but like yeah, what does that's it say not about your relationship and your marriage and terrible. you i mean ew but i mean ew that guy let me tell you something right now if some motherfucker was like I'm like, let's fuck. And they're like, I got to go play golf. I would say, we got, what's wrong? There's something wrong here. Wouldn't you be questioning like everything that's happening in your life? Wouldn't you be so upset if they'd rather play golf than fuck? Yes. I mean, no. I'm trying to be serious and my mustache is peeling off. All right. So you told me you wanted water and this is I what know, happens. I'm choking <laughs> on the water. I mean, what is wrong with Tina me? Goes, Let's get some water. Oh, okay. I now need it. Dying. I'm parched. But meanwhile, <laughs> it's making me choke to death. Oh, my God. So. Oh <laughs> <laughs> we're falling apart at the seams. God we're damn falling it. apart at the seams. It's because I was drinking water, too, and it. Uh-oh. Everything's getting wet. All right. So. <laughs> park. Like- Parkinson, episode, yeah. <laughs> Parkinson moves to Dallas after all of this, okay? And okay, okay. <laughs> and she ends up building and designing furniture for a little bit, oh, and then primarily just like worked as a waitress, because oh. like she kind of like tanked her career. So some points of interest: her ex-husband apologized to the press for creating quote a sexual Frankenstein. What <laughs> in Parkinson? That's what he called her. What a dick. Years later, she comes out and names names. Oh, yes. She claimed to have had affairs with the following oh, politicians. Please give it to me. Representative Jack Kemp, Republican of New York. Oh, shit. Uh, He's uh, a big name. Representative Guy Vander Jacked, uh, Republican, Michigan. Tom Evans, of course, uh, the who we just talked about of Delaware. Tom Hagdorn or had uh, whatever mm-hmm. republican minnesota tom rails back republican illinois she likes those toms yeah she likes those toms yeah and she didn't name the last guy because he was single and she's like well it wasn't scandalous he was single i was single we were both free like that's not a thing but these other dudes that's something different Damn. so she names them and then one article notes that she did become pregnant after one <gasps> of these encounters and received $500 for an abortion from one of these reps. But she doesn't name which rep. You don't know what you want to name that baby daddy? No. Damn. So two years after the scandal, um, and after that lost election bid, um, Tom Evans's house burns down. And he and his wife decided to like rebuild their house and rebuild their lives. And in 1986, they were still together. And Mary, that's Tom's wife, had this to say. 
I wasn't about to be brought down by a tart. Maybe something bigger, something spiritual, but not that tart. Isn't it funny because that is such a typical response. The 80s, when there was a woman like this, she was the slut. Yes. And now it's everybody gets taken down. Yes. Like now, I don't know. It's not so much me too. It's as much like we need to hold these guys responsible. Right. But it was so easy to just to blame point at the woman. Right. Like uh, what's her name? Who took down that evangelical, uh, what's, what's that girl's name? Who took down Baker? Oh, I don't remember. She was in that... Jessica Hahn. Oh, Jessica Hahn. Remember? Yes. And she was the secretary and she was yeah. a slut. Meanwhile, he's over here getting him getting busy. Maybe, yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, and and it's her and like so their marriage they did, you know, as far as it, it seems like I mean, I didn't go all the way into their whole lives, but it seems like they were still together. Mm. Um, but I like that, you know. Maybe something bigger, maybe something spiritual, but not that tart. That tart's not taking I mean, me down and not taking my son, marriage down. Isn't your husband cheating on you a spiritual problem? I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, isn't that part of a problem of your marriage? Right. Well, I mean, but but he still denied it. Oh, please. And so. What a dummy. But that's the story. That's my little story about oh, Tom Evans God. and Paula Parkinson. So good. It's so a cute little oh, story, right? Excellent. All right. Well. Uh, what are we going to do for episode 200? Like, wh- what are we doing? Like, that's two, ep- <laughs> two weeks from now. What do you mean you don't know? I have no idea. What are you going to do? I don't know. Retrospective? We'll have to think. We'll have to put our thinking caps on. Oh, God. I have to think <laughs> about it. I was, I was saying it, so I thought you'd come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think. I'll think. I'll come up with something. Oh I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right. Well, also, I wanted to say thank you for uh, Senator Pizzo reached oh out to my us today. God, he Senator was listening Pizzo. to the episode that we mentioned him in last week. He's still on his tour. I got to tell you, I know we mentioned the I tour see last these week. pictures. It's amazing. That's what I was going to say. He's in these rooms with all these kids. Yeah. And I love it. And I'm here for it. And I want, God, he's, I just goes want, out to I, di- I, I want these kids goes, to rise up. He goes out to dinner with them. They're all laughing. Yeah. They're eating dinner. I, I, it's, it's what you want to see. In a leader, it's like it's the most incredible thing. It brings me so much yeah, joy and he's so much tapping hope. in. It's incredible. He's I'm, tapping into the kids. I, I, well, that I'm sounds bad, but here. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Tina! <laughs> damn it! We got to get the youth vote. Is what I mean. Yeah, please get your heads out of the yeah. gutter. All right, oh, my God. Also, happy Halloween. Oh yeah, a day late. What are, what's your costume? Oh, so <laughs> I am just. Um, <laughs> I'm a witch. Okay. She has and a witchy little hat on. I got a little witchy hat on. <laughs> and I have again. a cape. And <laughs> that's it. And I do spells. And the spell is for this podcast to be very successful. Oh, for fuck's sake. I mean, what do I need to put in the cauldron? Hocus pocus. Put Wiggly something docus. in the Sam cauldron. <laughs> make this podcast. Make this happen. Successful. My God. <laughs> Help us out. All right. God, I think I'm having an allergic reaction to the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> My nose is super itchy. Oh, my God. But maybe it's an 80s stash and I have a Coke issue. Maybe it's a Coke problem. Maybe it's a thing. That makes sense for the (laughs) 80s. It makes sense perfect. It adds depth to your costume. It's perfect. Oh, my God. All right. Hi. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support The Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.